You're listening to the Fit Me Forever podcast, episode number 38. Welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast, hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Are you training hard but not seeing the results that you so desperately want to see? Stop spinning your wheels, girlfriend. We've created a free guide to help you understand why you're not seeing results and tell you what you can do about it. Just visit theomnifit.com slash results, or you can click on the training hard, but not seeing results link directly from the show notes. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kayla Duncan, and today's episode is just a little bit different than usual. This is our last episode of 2018, and we just want to take this opportunity to reflect and get a little bit personal with you guys. This episode is just a little bit longer than our typical, but we hope that you enjoy spending a little extra time with us and really getting to know us on a deeper level. Ultimately, we want this podcast to be a place where you feel known by real women navigating real things while making an effort to be fit forever. How do you navigate life's experiences and stressors and keep your health at some kind of priority? That is exactly what we chat about today. We also share bits and pieces for what we have planned for 2019 regarding business, and we have some really exciting things coming for you guys. So let's jump right in. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We're we're back. Um, We're back for the second time. I will confess, we, we almost recorded an entire podcast, and there was a power blip, and we lost everything. And so here we go again. Yeah, yeah, this we got to practice. Second time's a charm, I'm sure of it. Yes, so definitely. We are going to start off with Taylor today. Taylor, you have had um, a really exciting year, lots going on, and some big news. So maybe not all of our listeners know. Share what's happened. I'm super married, you guys. <laughs> What does super married mean? (laughs) Off the market. (laughs) That's what I think of when anyone ever says that. So super married. I love it. Super married. (laughs) Bad for all the other fish in the sea, baby. They lost out. (laughs) No, but everything is is such a joy. It's such a joyful season. It's been such a um a a crazy a crazy year full of faith um step by step and so but it's just been such a joy and it's just it's crazy when you know that um you look back and you're like wow is this really my life (laughs) is this really happening so um it's just been a very growing stretching faithful faithful year so lots of changes happening lots of priorities changing um but it's such a gift it really is so, so it's share really with great. the listener, listeners, what, what day did you get married? I got married um, almost a month ago, October 12th, to my best friend. I moved to Montana a little over a year ago, and he is, he is from, he is from our, our town that we live in now. And you guys got to come over here and see where I live and meet everybody, and it was just such a joy, such a gift for you guys to celebrate with us. And 
that was something that I was anticipating for the longest time. So it, it, it was really so was, it was a fun time. And we got to meet some clients, some OmniFit clients yes. which happened to have out there, which was super fun. So yeah. I'm uh, trying to think, hi, Terry, if you're listening, I think yeah. you're <laughs> and couple others, right? Okay. Terry, Carrie. Yeah, um, Carrie. I didn't get to meet Carrie in person, but I heard she was there. Yes. I had fun talking to Sarah. It was awesome. It was, it was really oh, great. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. It was so fun seeing you Taylor, like in your environment, you know, one of the first times that we were really all together was when you guys came to New Hampshire for the OmniFit live. Um, so that was really cool just to kind of take our party out, out West and, yeah. Hang out with your family and your friends and um, get to meet Avery, which was really awesome, Taylor's husband. So, yes. yes, it was all great. So, Taylor, tell the listeners, I mean, leading up to the wedding, the most common thing I would say is that people, you know, what is it, um, fit into the dress and get ready for the honeymoon and do all this stuff. And I mean, you guys listening, you know that we're all about, you know, fit me forever. We're all about creating habits and structure and a sustainable system that we can follow, not just when you're getting ready for a wedding or a honeymoon or a vacation, but what you can take throughout. So what are some of those highlights you would say leading up to that and then carrying you through that wedding season and even the honeymoon? And now that you're back, how have things changed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super interesting because I know that I recall telling you guys that I, just kind of keeping you up to date, I never dieted for my wedding or my honeymoon or anything. And it's just such a, it was such a refreshing thing because um, there's no issue with, with other women or, or men um, dieting up to this special occasion or really any special occasion. Um, but I think that that really took the focus and the pressure off of a lot and just allowed me to really take my attention and focus on things where I really needed to address them. And that was dealing with daily stressors, dealing with um, just just the daily grind of, of keeping my mind and my heart right in the midst of a stressful, um, anticipating season. So I think the biggest thing is um, for our listeners is really what carried me through this season to um, really just have the, the fitness and the nutrition and our lifestyle integrated into all of it is just the, the daily habits um, that have been implemented and ingrained in, in us all, all throughout the, all throughout our past and our history and leading up to now, it really, really shines because um, what we do every single day is what um, integrates those habits for us to not really think about them. Um, and just to, just to put that focus on the back burner is super refreshing because I could, um, eat on the fly or make decisions on the fly, still go to the gym when I, when I needed to and had to, um, but not really have it be a stressor for me more than anything. It was something that allowed me to, to remain, <laughs> remain calm and remained, I'm a very routine person. Yeah. So, um, when people are coming into town, I'm like, ah, you know, I was just like, I'm just going to go for an hour, get to the gym, um, and just make, um, decisions when, when dinners comes up. Um, and I spend all this extra, this, this food and this company and this time with everybody just to make those decisions that we always do every day. Um, but just to always be intentional with them, um, really cue in on our hunger, on our fullness, on all those cues and just don't, don't put, um, those habits that are ingrained in us every day um, somewhere else when this is really the right. season for it to be put into practice. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like how you said that because in the, there's so many, there's so much more fun things to focus on, right? Like mm-hmm. as you're leading up to this and enjoying your big day and enjoying your honeymoon to not yeah. be thinking about what your body's looking like or, you know, what this food is going to make you feel like you already know. And you're already just like trained or programmed. Like this is what I eat. This is what makes me feel good. And really you're not there for the food. You're there for the people. You're there for the experience and and stuff. So it's really cool to kind of hear you say that. And whether it's a honeymoon or whether it's just a vacation, um, those are things that we, it's the whole reason why we're fitting fitness into our life and not the other way around. You're not trying to mold your life and make it fit into your fitness. You're letting it kind of like weave through Mm -hmm. like thread. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing too, is just now that I I think about that is just, um, for our listeners and for, for the ladies, just self-acceptance and confidence is, is paramount to any of those seasons, no matter what you're in. Yeah, for sure. So, um, now that you're back home, how has, like, how has it worked? I mean, it's, it's interesting when you start integrating, you know, different eating styles and different habits, like we're all raised with different things, especially when we're single, um, Mm -hmm. sometimes for men too, habits look a lot differently. So, um, what have, what's been your joy and what's been challenging about, um, (laughs) this new season? I mean, it's only a month in, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's so funny because so many things are flooding my mind as you asked me that question, <laughs> just of two different habits, two different lives being combined. Mm-hmm. It is, it's chaotic. It's fun. It's challenging, but it's so, it's so much fun um, in, in, in the midst of all of that. So I was just talking to a friend last night and just how, um, how much pride is in a woman of cooking (laughs) and providing that nurturing, that nurturing muscle that all of us women have. And um, so that has been something that has been really challenged and um, has been put into practice. So that's been really fun is just getting to provide these meals for my husband and just to get to provide and love on him in that way. And so um, again, a huge, huge thing that is, a consistent outlier is what have I done for years? What do I do every single day that I don't have to think about? Um, but now I just have to put it into practice, but not just for myself, for him too. Right. And so that has been a really fun challenge, um, getting to make dinners or meals or prepare things for him when normally he wouldn't do that. So there's different things being implemented, whether that's preparation, whether that's, um, just providing um, a balanced meal every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been been really fun and just get to um, allow him to get to see the consistency, the routine that I crave and want for our family being practiced every day. I, I think it's such a beautiful role and um, a beautiful responsibility. Like it doesn't have to be weighty. Um, and I think a lot of women may miss out on that because it feels challenging or um, very time consuming or whatever type of thing. But um, a lady in the kitchen really sets the trajectory for her family. And to, as, as ladies, if we embrace that, um, we can help our family and children be more healthy um, as they move along and maybe not experience some of the struggles we may have experienced, you know, early on in, in, in the, in the spit me forever walk as we're, we're working it out. So, um, gosh, I just, I am excited about how you're just embracing that and, and to see your face. I mean, it's just beautiful. It really is. I want that for so many women. 
No, I love it. I think that's so cool. And kind of another thing, I mean, outside of even just eating, but like schedules, like sleep hygiene and going to sleep at different times, waking up at different times and fitting, Mm -hmm. fitting your exercise in, you know, Mm -hmm. by your minding someone else's schedule and trying to spend time together. How are you kind of navigating having your alone time? We've talked a lot about how we rejuvenate, like if you're introverted or extroverted or, and -hmm. I know that you really do enjoy a lot of your own personal time. Mm -hmm. Um, So how does, how does that kind of work? Because correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Avery usually goes to the gym with you, right? Like that's still kind of your thing, right? Yep. And it's funny because that's such a good question because it's, it's a challenge for everybody and it's something that I'm such a perfectionist. And so it's a really been a season for me to set aside my expectations of what I thought it was going to be like or what I want it to be like and really set aside my control, um, to lay that down because I think that's, that's just us women. We want that control. And so um, it's just that comfort for us. So it's interesting because both Avery and I love, we both go to the gym and he needs that time too, especially for a guy just to release some extra testosterone and just to get away. But he normally goes, he cannot go in anything past like 7 a.m. So he wakes up at like 4.30 a.m. and goes to the gym. And so sometimes I wake up and he's already gone. So, but that's his time. My time is honestly with my schedule just whenever I can, but I still make it happen um, at least four or five days a week. But it's been, it's been definitely a challenge and it's interesting. Um, I just try to make sure that um, I need to more frequently allow myself grace, but I need um, quiet time in the morning just to get my mind right, my devotionals, um, and really just time with the Lord because if I don't have that, I... I struggle and I struggle to uh, treat him nicely, to be, be that face and that heart for everybody else. So, um, but just allowing when something doesn't go right or not my way, I don't want to say right, (laughs) Right. (laughs) just allowing that grace to, to flow um, and to not become tense. And so it's been, it's been an adjustment with two different schedules, but um, just coming to means of priorities and just the list of priorities and where they need to lie. It's not work first. It's not me first, you know? So just really going back to that has been humbling and a challenge, but super good. I think it's such a great reminder for the listeners too, about um, I know in my years of coaching, I've worked with so many women that um, kind of get put themselves on the back burner because of time, because of not. And so hearing how you're kind of learning to carve out that time now, um, I know that in the future you do want to have a family and you do want children. And like what Jody was saying, not just only in the kitchen, but like we set that temperature of our home. So how, whatever stressors that, you know, that you're dealing with that tension that you're dealing with, that you're bottling up. um, You know, I've mentioned before that in our home, Um, our toddler picks up on that with me. So Mm -hmm. like the more that we can kind of arrange our life in a way that really does serve our family, um, Mm -hmm. of course it serves you. Of course it, you know, puts you in a better mood. You're able to be more clear and kind and extend grace and things like that. But I like to hear you say about just kind of managing that perfectionism because as a single person, it's just your schedule. You know, if you want to go to the gym late or if you want to stay up late or wake up early, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really impact anybody else, but trying to manage that um, spending time with somebody and minding what they need to is, is, is cool to hear. I think that, I think the listeners are going to get a lot out of that. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yes. Oh, it, it was so fun to be at your wedding, Taylor. It's just an interesting, just beautiful, new 
cool experience to see mm -hmm. you in your surroundings, Kayla, and I love that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so tell us about a little bit about the honeymoon and how you, like more specifics about how you navigated, um, you know, all the stuff that comes during an engagement and that period of time and the actual wedding day and the honeymoon, just eating and training around that, your, just your whole mindset. Mm -hmm. how, did you, how did you um, handle it? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing that I can reflect on and um, really extend as, as a tip for, for our listeners is um, I really just made sure to focus on the, the exact moments and the memories that I'm not going to get back. And um, that one of them is not <laughs> what I'm going to eat or, you know, what I am or am not going to eat. And if I'm going to be missing a workout or, or what have you. So um, that being said, the, the week of the wedding and the week of us going on the honeymoon right after, it didn't look like gym five days a week. It didn't look like me eating vegetables all the time. It looked like airport food. It looked like a lack of sleep. It looked like <laughs> me just trying as best as I can. But that's where the acceptance comes in and where we really need to just look at our our um, a reality and just uh, make logical decisions on what can we do and what, what can we not do and what is our, our best decision in that time. And so just really um, focusing on, yeah, my, my settling into life is going to come a little bit later. Um, my routine and my schedule that I love and I thrive in is going to come later, but right now I'm just going to try the best I can to, um, exercise and to um, just live in the moment um, even if it doesn't look perfect to me just because that's a personal thing and I think what we can really do to benefit ourselves is to really hone in on where some of our imperfections are um, or where we can be really hard on ourselves and for me personally it's being a perfectionist it's it's setting way too high of expectations on others and myself mm -hmm. and so that's where the disappointment comes in later but if we can just um, allow that acceptance to to rule our hearts and our minds um, I think that's where it really helped me because I knew it was all going to come later but all I could do was just enjoy um, that time with my husband and I Taylor, thank you so much for that perspective. I know it's going to be really valuable to our listeners. It's just, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful mm. So Kayla, you have a lot yeah. going on in your life this year too. So share yeah. with our listeners what's, what's going on, the, the highlights and the challenges and um, every, all the good stuff in between. Yeah. So um, the biggest highlight, I guess you can say, even goes back to 2017. Um, Mitchell and I became foster parents and we did receive our first placement. Literally, Stork dropped off a little baby for us <laughs> in April. Yes. Um, and honestly, it's so funny because initially, I mean, I would distinctly remember that morning. Um, I actually took progress pictures in the gym locker room. Um, I had a really great workout. I was feeling super confident. So I just put my front facing camera up and took pictures and you know they're time stamped in my phone and so I think it was like 10 30 and I walked out to um, our tables and I'd set up my computer because obviously I work from home so sometimes a change of scenery is nice and that's where I received the phone call from um, our local state about yeah. a potential placement and so I was right there in the gym which kind of thinking back on that is like ironic to me because um, 
the gym really has been like a pivotal part of my life. I've spent a ton of time there. It's been rejuvenating and wonderful. And it's also at times become an idol where I've had to be very careful on the priority that I put my time in the gym. And similar to you, Taylor, I have that perfectionist gene in me um, where I thrive in structure and I thrive um, with kind of creating a list and really sticking to it. And well, being a mom, <laughs> yes. all of that. And I mean, um, I would, I would say that like the grace I extended to myself was actually easier in the beginning than this year. So like 2017, I was like, well, I'm really new to this. This is a totally fine. Um, but ticking over in 2018 and, um, with the foster situation, you don't always know how long the children are going to be with you. And so um, while sad for the story as a whole, really great for Mitchell and I, we learned at the end of 2017, in the beginning of 2018, that um, our son was going to be sticking with us for a little bit longer. So I kind of, in my mind, was like, okay, how is this going to work? What does this look like? And at the time when he arrived, I was sticking to a structured program. You know, I was like week three, day three, you know, whatever, with all my periodization and everything going. And I really had to let all of that go in, in January and say, what is, what is my goal? Kind of reevaluate what that is and take my own advice, honestly, because this is like conversations we've had with clients over and over again and, and information that we've even shared with you guys who are listening. And the, the time I was spending in the gym had to decrease the being able to, you know, take him to school and come back to work and all the drive time and um, food prepping and the time that it's going to take that meals, you know, last September, um, he turned one. And so we started the table food and things like that. And just going, Oh my gosh, I don't, I need to be eating with him. Um, why is he not eating his food? I'm cooking like, Oh, I need to sit down and eat with him. Cause I would eat after he went to bed. And isn't it interesting how, when you look at, at like those things are habits for you, Kayla, yeah. like they're long ingrained habits. And even the habits that we have, that may be good and great and fine in different seasons of life require adjustment, right? Mm -hmm. Taylor's habits, your habits. And so now you find yourself in this place. It's like, okay, in order to be healthy for my family and for my own sanity, it's time to make some adjustments. So yeah, share how, like what kind of adjustments did you make? Specifically? So the biggest thing I think is the, how many days I go to the gym. So my goal is three, but many, many weeks is two. So like this week ended up being two. Um, next week, looking at the calendar will probably end up being two, whether that's because of doctor's appointments or not having childcare at a particular time. The gym I go to doesn't have childcare and I love my gym. So <laughs> I'm not going to change gyms just to have childcare. And, um, and so, and just dealing with, okay, let me go in the basement and grab a workout when that would never be, that's not what I typically enjoy. I typically mm -hmm. enjoy the environment of being in the gym. And so just adjusting those things, um, we're actually, this is like a little tidbit is that we're testing out a new fitness app that we have created. And it's been really fun kind of being back on some sort of structure and mm -hmm. being able to track that. Cause I think that's something I really had to, for that period of my life, not track so much because I was learning, like Taylor was saying, when I didn't hit those marks, what that would make me feel like. And I'm like, okay, this is just not. And so now I'm moving back into, okay, how to track and what feels best to me and what fits good in my life. And for me, that's two to three days in the gym. Um, mentally, that's been challenging because I have lost a significant amount of muscle. 
Um, but logically I know that, well, what it takes to gain it and what it takes to maintain it. Um, it, I can always get it back. That's just a different season, you know? So, um, doing that, those are probably the biggest changes. From our opinion, we don't look, we don't think you've lost any muscle. Although you looked yeah. better when we saw you, you do like you lost muscle. So. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's that's years of laying that foundation that make makes a huge difference. It, so, it really is. Like no matter where our audience is, it's like when you start when you keep that consistency over time, you develop that foundation, and especially for our clients that are you know in their twenties and thirties and that are continuing to train, it's just going to pay off. Right. We know that it's going to pay off in these different seasons that we find ourselves in life. So that's totally, I mean, I would Um, say for the first six months even was the least consistent with anything and almost nothing changed like in terms physically, like I didn't feel as energized and things like that. But I mean, if I were to take progress pictures, like nothing really changed. It actually took a while for what I saw physically to change. And by that time, my mind had already accepted kind of this new season that we were in and, and I enjoy it. My goals have changed. That would be different as well. If I had, you know, competitive goals and I were working towards a different type of goal, the way I would structure my life would be different, which weighs into the choice on whether or not that should be a goal that I'm trying to achieve at this time, which we talk a lot about um, in other podcasts, you know, you guys listening, when to set the right goal that right now in my life to really like get the most joy and satisfaction out of everything that I'm doing, I put the goals in place that are going to provide me that. So that's really important. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about eating with a toddler. I'm sure our <laughs> listeners really appreciate that. You know, <laughs> just laugh. Like, so what have you done different in the kitchen? What's so, changed? There, there is a lot of consistency. Similarly to what Taylor was saying is a lot of the habits that have been ingrained are still regular practices. Having healthy foods available obviously make it easy for all of us. I personally have the tendency to eat the same food over and over. If I like it, I will eat you know, my go-to meal. And he, on the other hand, likes a little variety. So um, instead of taking you know, like my three pounds of shredded chicken and, and having the same meal out of it, I've really expanded my knowledge and how to use those different meals. Um, this actually influenced our cookbook a lot <laughs> by all the different meals that we're now rotating in and out and learning his palate and he has quite an opinion. I mean, as a two-year-old, I was laughing the other day with Mitchell. We're like, I think he actually has like what he wants to eat now when before it was whatever we gave him, but now he'll ask me for food, like specific foods, usually pizza. (laughs) I want oatmeal. The kid loves oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal, oatmeal. So just learning his palate and getting him to do new things. Jody, you're such a, just an inspiration and hearing how you navigated this with your children and stuff like that. And you've mentioned something in the past about having them helping in the kitchen. And that has been a huge help. And usually I'm like, get out of the kitchen, you know, (laughs) let, let mom have her space. I'm going to get everything together. But he is Mr. Helper and likes to stir and taste. And it is such an important time. And I know like as women, we get really busy, especially for working outside of the home and there's a lot of things going on. It's like, we, we look at it sometimes like Taylor right now, it's a joy for you to cook for your husband. There will be these periods of time where it feels like a chore and you do, you Mm -hmm. just want everybody out of the way. But when, when I look back in hindsight and what I know um, from the place I stand in life is that those precious times with family in the kitchen 
you can't replace them. And children develop their tastes very young in life. And when they're involved with preparation and they're involved with the process, you have the opportunity not only to teach, but you have an opportunity to help them define their taste buds mm-hmm. and, and really continue to introduce them to healthy things and to like things that like that they might not experience or might not like. So um, there's something about, especially I think too with boys, being in the kitchen um, develops those tastes, those broadened taste buds for them. And it's just a super important thing to do. I just want to encourage our listeners um, to think about that and make it a joyful family experience. It it really can be um, without a lot of, you know, a lot of, you don't have to think about it. Just come on in, let's find something for for him to do, you know, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's been fun. You know, let him just kind of just make a mess and feel textures and feel just, I have to remember, I'm always telling myself that like he, I'm literally watching a human experience the world. Like so mm-hmm. many of these things are the first time or when he tried like beans for the first time, he was like, what is this? And now he loves, <laughs> we made chili the other day and he was able to kind of pick them out and say the words. And it was just so fun to kind of just watch him experience that but he doesn't usually like to try new foods um, colors or textures and so being able to stir the pot and taste test as I'm cooking has really helped by the time it's sitting in front of him he's familiar with it and then he wants to eat with the rest of us so it's super fun that's cool I will also say one of the other big things is that I have been way more aware of the micronutrients in the food that we eat Um, because for myself, I personally would get really, I get kind of lazy and just like drink a green shake. If I'm like, well, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like cooking more vegetables. I don't feel like, well, I'm not going to give him just a supplement shake. It's my responsibility to introduce these things to his body. So we've tried different vegetables and, you know, I've made more smoothies recently and, um, that's been fun. It's, I've had to really carve out the time to do that, to make sure that I'm you know, still keeping things in priority, but I think that it's been a good challenge, but definitely a challenge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is. But when you think about the experience of our own individual lives as young people, a lot of times so many great memories are connected with food. And so matching that, the healthy components with those memories of food, we know how strong that is, you know, we moving into a fit forever life. So that's so cool. Yeah. I love it. It's great. So what about you? You know, something that's really interesting about the three of us, which we do talk about this often, and it really came out in our um, OmniFit live event that we had this summer. But the biggest benefit that we see between the three of us is that you guys get to hear from three different seasons, three different stages, not only just our uniquenesses as, as people, but in our life experiences. So Jody, tell us a little bit about this season of life that you're finding yourself in and how you're navigating fitness now in comparison to when you first got married, when you were raising children and now your kids are grown. So yeah, tell us, tell grown. us about your so, life. Well, I'm an empty nester and most of our listeners probably know that. Um, and I have a very demanding professional life outside of coaching. Um, the work this past year has been really, really intense because the organization that I work for outside of the OmniFit is, um, had some financial challenges. So it's demanded a lot of me, um, not only hours wise, but energy and attention to kind of navigate through that. And um, on top of that, I hit menopause full scale this past January. So that was 
Um, and there was some things, you know, coming up to that, obviously, perimenopause. And I was recognizing the changes, but kind of not wanting to accept them and, you know, dealing with that. Um, and then we also, my, my husband and I take care of his mom, who's 86. She lives in our home. So those three components, any one of them in and of themselves would be, you know, completely send you off the rails, <laughs> stressed out. Um, and so for me, uh, it's just been, um, what I've tried to do is I don't compartmentalize my life, but I like to just um, call it focusing and being fully present on whatever it was that I was doing. If I'm at work, I'm fully present. I'm focusing on that. If I'm with mom, I'm fully focusing on what it is she needs, you know, that sort of thing. Um, if, if I'm coaching, I'm coaching, you know, that sort of and just kind of keep it in perspective that way and realize um, having been through lots of seasons in life, it's it's just a season, and it it will pass. The most challenging, though, I have to say, has been the menopausal experience, and that's because, like you all, I'm perfectionist. I like things a certain way, and I'm used to things a certain way. Um, I had to change my training. Biggest thing. Mm -hmm. um, training, you know, four or five days a week, pretty intensely, like you all. Um, but I, I was not, I would, I couldn't recover. Mm -hmm. And this was even well before January, this was into last year. And prior to that, I had had, um, a hip repair surgery that had kind of knocked me out for a while. And so getting back into things was really tough. And then once I was back into things, feeling like crap, you know, basically yeah. because yeah. of the hormonal issues, um, eating really didn't change that much for me. Um, I am experimenting with some plant-based dieting right now. And I say dieting, right? plant-based lifestyle is really what right. I should say. I'm not dieting by any means. Um, and just eat a crap ton of food. I love it. Um, but inflammation and recovery has been huge. I was a one that would pop out of bed at 5 a.m. and hit the gym, you know, hammer it out for an hour and move on with my day. And that just was not happening for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to adjust when I trained. And I had to really... Um, listen more intently. Like some days I train and it might be two or, you know, two days before I was back in the gym again. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'd walk in between. So um, that's been tough. And how has that been with like judgment on yourself? Like, Jody, uh, why aren't you recovering? Jody, you're better than this. Yeah. You can lift more than this. You should be up at five in the morning. Like, yeah, I'll tell you, I mean, all, all spring, it was really tough. And, and what I was felt like I was running into is a little bit of, you know, I had some clients that are younger and not are recovering quicker and that sort of thing. And, and, um, you know, just feeling like an imposter, like practicing what you preach, like you're, you know, be in the gym four or five days a week, but you can't be in the gym. You know, it might be sometimes only three days a week and I'm talking two days in between mm -hmm. you know, type of thing. So it might look like I train on Tuesday and Friday and then Sunday when I knew I could get a little bit extra sleep. So it was, that was tough for me. I was beating myself up and it was conversations with you guys that just said, Hey, you know, take a breath. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, but what I noticed is the, the cool thing, just like with you guys, I haven't noticed a lot of changes in my body physically. Um, other than the internal thing where the energy is a little bit lower, right. a little bit more rest. Um, but I haven't gained a, a ton of weight or any, my weight has stayed steady and even, 
um, again, those ingrained habits where some of them have had to change. Mm-hmm. Others, mm-hmm. you know, I've just adopted some different different practices. Um, mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's been interesting, and I've been I've trained different. I've started training differently as well. Mm-hmm. Um, where I go in with a, a normal, you know, eight week periodized program, I'm working more on functional strength um, mm-hmm. now, and so that looks that looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So, and it yeah. feels different. It feels different. Yeah. Feels different. What I can see too is um, with with all of us very clearly, we we steer where we stare. And so that really um, is helping us not to kind of stay in the pits of our difficulties, especially with, with you talking, Jody, is as you navigate that season. Um, but just looking at more of the, the factors that we can control um, and, and the things that we can change and manipulate um, and, and just look at the positives, like how is my energy doing? How is my sleep doing? My inflammation feels a little funny um, rather than, oh my gosh, look at all this weight that I, I have gained or lost or this muscle or, you know, those kind of things. And so I think that first, just something for our, our listeners, just something that I'm thinking about as we're continually talking is just um, just the certain things that we can kind of stare at in, in helping us lift, lift us out of these seasons because we're human just like you guys. Mm-hmm. We go through these seasons just as you guys do. And so just some of the, the perspectives that are, are a consistent outlier for all of us that we have had to gain over time because I can see that very clearly as you're talking, Jody. Yeah, I think too, and this is my passion for us as a team and um, a passion for all of our listeners and, and clients. It's like, we're all aging and I have that in my life up close and personal as I watch my, my mother-in-law, you know, grow into her late eighties and the struggles that she's having. She hasn't had a fit life. She hasn't eaten real well. She hasn't taken care of herself in those ways um, like we do. And so I see the consequences on the other side. And what my desire is for all of every woman is that they could age strong we're aging and I'm going to be talking more and more about that um, in my coaching groups and the things that we're getting ready to roll out for this next year for all of our listeners and, and clients that we're super excited about. Um, we, we all are putting on years and there's a way to do that with grace and there's a way to do that with integrity and strength. And that's our, that's our desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as we move through these seasons, um, we want to help you navigate those too. I want to be talking about this when I'm 90. Um, and I pray that we're, I mean, I know God knows, you know, change is always inevitable, but um, I pray that we're t- all together helping um, you ladies as we, as, as we move on in these years. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. the Fit Me Forever lifestyle. It really is. It's worth it. It really yes. is. So to kind of close this out, um, give us a little highlight. Jody, we'll start back with you and go in reverse direction. But what would you say has been like a highlight of 2018 and specifically that that being fit forever has been able to enhance, has made more enjoyable the fact that you have been healthy and you have these habits? Well, I got to tell you, for me and the stage of life I'm at, being an empty nester and having some freedom, it has been travel. 
I have had a lot of awesome travel experiences this year. So um, early in April, I was in Austin, Texas for the Impact and Influence Conference. And I was with, um, it was my mastermind group and a lot of um, professional online colleagues. It was, it was super fun connecting with them. And then again, in Jacksonville, Florida, I met with my blogging group and that was super cool. And then you guys. The Fit Me Forever Live um, event in New Hampshire, just get, getting to connect there. And then um, Scott and I were able to fly out to Montana to be with you guys there for Taylor's wedding. And so that, you know, travel takes energy and, um, you know, obviously pre-planning and all that. But it was the highlight of my life. And I'm, for 2019, I'm just looking forward to, to more to more, whatever, whatever more is, but I hope it doesn't mm -hmm. travel because I love it. So that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. How about you, Tay? I think the biggest reflection on this last year was a lot of faith and a lot of new focus. Um, and it's just everything that has happened is just overflowing with gratitude and thankfulness. But um, yeah, just a lot of trust and a lot of faith um, has really, really proven itself. Um, and just how that has really changed my heart and my desires and um, just not always what, what I want, but what I'm being led into. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it has not looked, I would have never thought any of this would have been happening a year ago. Um, and just where, where this small desire and a uh, hint of obedience led me to move to Montana and just how really in this last year, because I moved here August of 17 and just how much from growing my business, meeting my husband, um, growing with you guys, growing in community and friendships. And it's just been absolutely unreal to reflect on. So um, I just, I don't even know where to start, but <laughs> I think a lot of that kind of says it. And, and I love how, as I explained earlier, a lot of this at me forever, it's just been ingrained and allowed that to really not be um, an idol when I think a lot of that really creeps up for a lot of us, um, especially us as, as health professionals, we, we tend to um, really, really stare at that frequently and allow it to be an idol. It really tends to creep up in that way. So um, just being thankful for it, allowing it what it can do for me and my family, and just allowing it to be a part of our life, not our life as a whole. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, Taylor. Yeah, that's How awesome. about you, Kayla? And we'll wrap it up. Yes. So I would say, I mean, the highlight has definitely been really getting comfortable in the role as a mom. We've known since May that um, the adoption has been coming. And so that's just really fun to kind of see how that plays out and setting an example. I mean, I literally think all the time that I'm like producing a human being. Like I'm, he's, he's becoming so much like Mitchell and I and our responses, our humor, our good habits, our bad habits. <laughs> um, and so that's been, it's been really, really fun. So I think 1212 is probably going to be the epitome of a highlight. <laughs> the yes. day that we give him our last name. Um, but yeah, just kind of like going into that and Taylor, like you said, you know, just really stepping out in faith and um, taking fit me forever and not necessarily keeping it inside of a bubble of, you know, macronutrients or periodized training programs or, but really allowing each of us to speak the, like the, the message that we have, because that is really what resonates with you guys that are listening. And we've received such wonderful feedback 
um, that it really just takes us thinking about 2019 and all the things that we have mm -hmm. planned as a company. It mm -hmm. just gets me so excited because man, good things are coming and like you guys are helping build it. So, and I love, I love it and I love doing it with you guys. So lots of highlights. Lots <laughs> highlights. We're so grateful. I, I think we all just want to say a big thank you to your listeners and we just hope you've enjoyed the episode today. So we'll yeah. be back around soon. I just wanted to say a special thank you for listening. We would love to hear how you are using the tools and strategies that we discuss on this podcast to maximize your results. Fit Me Forever is about you. It's a state of being, not another program to follow. If you haven't already, please, please, please leave us a review. This not only lets us know that you like what we're putting out, but it helps others find us. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you guys next year.